GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks, live from Lincoln Financial Field. Jalen Hurts to a rousing ovation. A standing ovation, yes, one might say. One might say. Jason Kelsey got one. Oh, yeah. Well, that was during your read. You know? Yeah, they, I was they, still was, paying attention. Just trying to upstage the read. Uh, all the beat writers on the field, which I feel like is a direct shot at you. Yeah, I feel a little left out down there, but... but this is my favorite night of the year. Well, the long, now that I'm here, you know, doing this, doing, uh, being on the air, watching practice, man, I can't wait for them to start 11 on 11. They are stretching right now. Uh, Jeffrey Lurie's down there. Howie Roseman's holding a football. Maybe he'll take some reps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Howie starts running with the first team. Yeah. So, so Jalen walked out, got the standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Is he, without question, the most popular athlete in the city right now? Uh, it's him and Bryce. Yeah, I think I would agree. Bryce is up there, but I feel like Jalen's about to have a hold on this city because I like you said the Phillies are your family. You've gotten me more into the Phillies. I'm a baseball guy certified. But we all know this is an Eagles town. Uh, totally agree. And as, even at the height of Carson's popularity, I don't think it what it, it it was ever what it is with Jalen. I think people believed in Carson maybe at a level they don't yet with Jalen. But I think in terms of liking liking the quarterback and like rooting for him. I feel like Jalen is about to really, if he can have another bounce, an, another year, as you put it, like prove you're great, I think he's really going to take the city over at a level we haven't seen in a really well, long time, like maybe since Iverson. Well, and, and I think the difference between, well, even Iverson, there's a lot of detractors. You know, well, there was some off the field stuff that, but off like, the court. But w- w- with Jalen, Jalen has a chance, and, and that's why, like, I. I'm I'm pretty geeked about this Eagles season for for a multitude of reasons. Like, have them having a, a tougher schedule is exciting to me. Like last year's season wasn't that exciting for me. I know that they they romped teams and that was fun, but like yeah. I didn't know how great they were until the halftime of the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Well, but to be fair, they lost the only game you're talking about. Like if if you didn't enjoy watching them win by a lot it wasn't every week, that I didn't enjoy. It was just like I, I, this is like it's this not is, the same. I get what you're saying. They're, they're, when we look back on last year, what are memorable moments? Like, what are some moments where, you know, like the pe- 2017, there's a lot of them. I think, like, the 61-yard well, field goal. like yeah, right. The escape. But, I mean, even during the regular season. Well, uh, so, I guess, like, the Devontae catch in Washington sticks out. Um, the, the the deep pass here where Jalen uh, crossed his arms. Yep, yeah, to Quez. felt like a moment. But it was not like – when every game's mostly in hand by halftime and, and – their only comeback wins were against, like, the Colts and the Bears. Yeah, the Colts and the Cardinals, I think. Well, the, not those were close ones. Yeah, yeah. they were close games. Um, you know, there was a lot of laughers last year, and it was great, and they were dominant. But this year is a, is a chance to, to to see them against the, the top teams in the, in, the, in the league. And, you know, they are – they have two 1 o'clock games. Yep, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Like, it's all prime time. It's all big-time matchups. And real quick, you know, uh, Nicobe – not Nicobe Dean. He's not practicing. But – uh, I can't believe I can't begin. Zach Cunningham and Miles Jack, the yes. linebackers they just signed. They're down there. We have a number update on them. Miles Jack, 47. Which Zach Warren his whole career, I think. Yeah, Zach Cunningham, 46. A little interesting, you know, they're, the numbers are right next to each other. Yeah. Are, we, are we looking at the new starting duo there at linebacker? 
It definitely could be. And, and I, I, I love N'Kobe Dean, like everything he did at Georgia, and I was so hyped when they drafted him. But I, to, the quote of we need to bring in some more competition for that room yeah. is definitely – well, and they say they're down bodies, but, like, N'Kobe's not practicing. That's one. <laughs> they brought in two. They cut Davion, I believe, with an injury designation. But Davion is not, you know, he's not was not going to make the team. So, yeah, I think it's very clear that they have not been happy what they've seen from the linebackers so far. And that's good. I mean, last year when they signed those defensive tackles, I don't think they spun. I mean, maybe they did. But we all knew the reason they signed them was, yeah, the defensive tackles haven't been good enough. Jordan Davis is hurt. He wasn't playing well before they uh, before they signed those guys. The linebackers have not been good in training camp. And so that's why we're sitting up here in the booth looking at this open practice with two new linebackers on the roster. 215-592-9494. Real quick point to, to close out the, the Jalen conversation. What Jalen, to me, has a chance to do this year is, like, have us feeling we might have an all-timer at quarterback. Like, Donovan, I think, is the best quarterback in franchise history. Definitely. But I'm not, I don't think we're at the point where we have one of the all-time. I mean, he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. Um, Jaws is a great quarterback. Uh, You know, they've had these, these, like Cunningham, we know. But what what Jalen has a chance this year to do and when you talk about having the key to the city and mm-hmm. taking over the city and and being the unquestioned guy here, like he has a chance also for us to believe that we have our version of Tom Brady and our yeah. version of these guys that are going to like the I don't have him in the in the Josh Allen Burrow Mahomes uh, that tier yet. I know you don't. I don't yeah. have him that tier yet because I think I need to see him do that again to, to, to be there. I know Josh Allen hasn't made a Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. year in, year out, he's 35-plus touchdowns and one of the MVP front Yeah, runners. and he's only not in the Super Bowl because he runs into Mahomes before Hurts does, and if for Eagles, being honest. And if the Eagles were in the AFC, are they the second-best team, third-best team? I mean, there's yeah. just way more competition in the AFC than Agreed. for the NFC, which is good for them. Um, but, but, but that's what I need to see. And not saying he can't do it, but, I, but this is the year where he gets – no question about it. You're in that tier. You're one of the – he's already one of the faces of the league, but is one of the, like, you know, the guys at the quarterback right. position. And he's, well, he's, he's I think he's still on the outside looking in, but he's definitely in that – on his way in there if he goes out and does what he did last year. I, I think if you, if you look at what we've known of, like, following the Eagles, right? I remember my first memory of the Eagles is when McNabb came on the field. I think it was in Buffalo for, like, you know, for, uh, for some of his first snaps. Since McNabb left, and really the second part of McNabb's career, but definitely since McNabb left, they have had nothing close to stability at the quarterback position. For as much as this franchise likes to promote you know, the quarterback factory, we emphasize the position, and they do. They put a ton of resources into it. When's the last time this team had a quarterback where we were like, all right, no question here. Even Carson breaks out in 2017, immediately tears like every muscle in his knee, and then you know, right from the jump there, it's like, all right, well, who knows what he is moving forward. So when you talk about the aspiration of a Super Bowl this year, clearly that's an aspiration. But what this franchise needs, because if you look, like we would agree the Eagles are one of the elite-run elite franchises in the NFL. I like top five, top six, wherever you want to put them. Yep. 14 wins last year. Nine before that, four before that, nine before that, nine before that. 2017, they win 13. Before that, seven, seven, ten, ten, four, eight. They have not had stability at the quarterback position. So when we sit here tonight in the Maryland Mike booth, watching Jalen get the standing ovation, ovation, watch him run this practice, what everyone in this crowd is rooting for tonight is that that guy, number one, is the stability they've been waiting for at the quarterback position. Because when you have stability, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, obviously young, but I think clearly stability there. Those are guys where every year you know you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Jalen is entering this year as that, but it's about proving stability, and I'm excited to see if he can do it. Well, and and before we go back to the phones here, and again, it looks like the Eagles are starting. So right now they're doing uh, special team drills. It looks like they're doing field goal. Field goal is actually a really good opportunity to see where players are at on the depth chart. Because when you look at these units, you look at it and you go, okay, who are they expecting to be backup players? Right now, unfortunately, this angle we can't really see. But a guy like Josh Job, he's been on first-team special teams. Uh, right now I'm looking at Zach McPherson. He's on first-team special teams. I think Sean Bradley's out there. So special teams, if you're here tonight or obviously you're following along, 
the people that are on these units are the ones that are on the 53-man roster currently. By the way, they're expecting 50,000 tonight, and we are starting to see people in the top section. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I have In the either. years I've yep. followed, in the years we've done this, I don't think there's been fans in the upper section. I don't think so either. Just it's a, a special day in South Philly, man. Special day, special yeah. ovations. Everyone gets one. Chris and Zach's Penn- handing them out. I mean, <laughs> Chris, not Zach. Chris, wow. 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 Chris I just said Zach. Chris and Penn Salkin. What's happening, buddy? Yeah, what's up, my boys? What up, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man. This is I'm sitting here listening to one of my two favorites. Appreciate and, it. And uh and the Phillies just the fans just never cease to amaze me here, man. I travel all over the place. I got a sister in California and a brother mm-hmm. in Florida. And I do some stuff with laundry stuff that Jack knows about. So and and everywhere I go I hear, Oh, you're a Philly fan. You're you're the one you're the crumbs, you know. You're violent. You beat up. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, nah, man. We're not violent like that. We're passionate. I'm like, I would never move to your town anyway because you're a bunch of clowns. You don't get it, man. We 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 take. We Sounds like you're a popular like our, guy when you travel over into these uh these cities. Hey, 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 hey ESPS Jack. Jack knows me for a few years now. I don't give a rat's rear end if they like. No, you trust me. I don't I, care. One so, of my so, favorite callers. So, Chris, yeah. you were you were a pro standing ovation this weekend. All day long and twice on Sunday. What the heck? And you know me, I'm a grumpy old bear, Jack. You sure right are. Now. That's why. That's why I love this take from you. I'm like, the, this is this is my guy. I can't stand the most, the one I can't stand the most is Joe Giglio because he ripped on Carson Wentz today and put him on three uniforms. They're the dudes I don't like. But uh, which was nonsense, by the way, with Bush yes. League. Um, what were you? What, what was going to be the attention of booing a guy and telling him he sucks when he's got a proven track record? And we have them for the next 11 years. I don't care about the money. I care about the time. That, that's not my money, man. I can, yeah. I can barely get my kids through college. They can pay these, these, these guys whatever you want. But somebody will put a stat on. Did you see it, ESP? On uh, Twitter, I will not call it X today. That <laughs> for some reason, the Eagles are, the, are ranked yeah, I saw this, number yeah. one in two, it's from 2000 with the least arrests or troublemakers on their team with only 15 players. Did you see that? I, I, yep. I, mean, I don't I even saw, know why yep. I care about it. It just popped up. Well, no, look, I, you, now, I, you know, players get in trouble in other franchises, but to your point, Chris, yeah, that, that is a stat that shows, you know, we can nitpick the linebacker and then whatever. This franchise is run at an elite level. There's no question about yeah, it. Like, they are, they're a franchise you can be proud to be a fan of. Exactly. You, you, tell, you tell me one dude on that team that you won't want your daughter to date. And, and I wanted to resign him, but that Charlie Johnson Gardner dude, he pulled the wool over my eyes. I don't want no cat like that. He, he, he's not a ride or die dude. He's all about himself. I'd like to crack him right in his throat. But uh, <laughs> I love the birds. I love the birds. Love you guys. My man. I can't have my a man. better day tonight. Oh, I got my Kelly Green came in today. My little wow. What player did you get? What jersey? Oh, I, no, no, I got a three-quarter zip because I won't get a number yet. Oh, okay. I like all the dudes, but their numbers suck now. I wish it went back to the old numbers. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping that the safety, because he switched it to 21, and that was Eric Allen's number. Yes, I hope he really makes an impact. All these other numbers, I love those dudes, but three, six, two, those numbers suck. That's like playing backgammon, dude. I, I'm, I'm not paying for that. I'm not. Love, love you guys. Hey, Jack, I know you hate this. Go Birch. <laughs> there he goes. Chris and Ben Salkin. How about those Eagles? Um, something Chris touched on that I think is so true. Like, you go to other cities, and we both grew up in the area, so it's like kind of all we've ever we've ever known. But when you go to other cities, you just realize it's not like this everywhere. No. Like, it's not like, you know, it's – I know they're talking about moving the Sixers arena uh, in the center city. But it's so cool to me that all these arenas are right here in South Philly. And, you know, like you drive around in, like, WIP and all – it's just – it really is a special, special uh, city to be a part of. Uh, and frankly, it's something I think some, from moving to where I was to WIP, it just feels special to be a part of WIP. So. Well, and I would say the unprecedented, unprecedented runs since Elliot's joined the uh, – Yeah, nothing but wins since yeah, Elliot's yeah, come here. Just so Me many and Rod like, Lakin, the, exactly the good right. luck charms. Yep, yep, yep. Um, now, they're, they're doing punting right now, I guess. Um, Listen Aaron, to this baseball guy break down football. Aaron, absolutely killing it. Aaron Sipos. Aaron Sipos with a few punts. We got Ty Zetner going in there now. See, what annoys me about the Aaron Sipos situation is I thought the number 10 was reserved for the bad backup quarterback. Yeah, I'm surprised they gave him 10. Now, he did switch out of eight. He was eight last year. Marcus Mariota <laughs> uh, took that from him. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like whenever— how are, you get, how are you getting bullied out of a jersey number by Mariota? 
Well, I think Mariota is definitely going to be on the team. It's probably well, where that uh, Aaron Sipos is a, is Aaron a Sipos, NFC yeah. champion punter. Well, Howard Eskin's almost guaranteeing he's not going to be <laughs> on know. the team. Well, the the most the the the, the toughest blow for for punters last year was Aaron Sipos feeling the ball one time and yes. missing six weeks, breaking his leg. Yeah, <laughs> you got, um, he got hit one time. I feel like whenever we talk about the punter, whenever I'm asked about it, whenever we bring it up in air, it's always prefaced by, "I know it's just a punter." But in all seriousness, what we're watching right now with these punter competitions is incredibly important. Is the punter competition the biggest competition? It really is. It's the most legitimate competition that is on the roster right now. Because last year... Oh, there's my boy Zentner. Yeah, it was a good one. Let's see. That's a good punt. Yeah, he's fielding it at the five. That was was with pressure in his face, too, Elliot. Quez Watkins back there, fair catching it. Now, you you don't track punter stats, do you? No, so that's Jimmy Kemsky of of Philly Voice. I'll give him a shout-out there. He's he's very good at tracking the, the hang time and all that stuff. Did talk to Michael Clay about the punter a few days ago. Didn't really say anything, to be completely honest. He's not going to give anything away uh, in his press conference. But all last year, when we, you know, really to your point, when they were like 8 0, it became about the Super Bowl. Like in the Super Bowl, are they good enough to beat these teams at like the Chiefs and all that? And in the Super Bowl, what happened? That punt return, like, lost in the game. It was one of four or five plays that really turned that game around uh, in a negative way for the Eagles. So what we're watching right now, like this could be the difference between them winning the Super Bowl next year or not, because it was last year. Another good punt from, oh, here we go. That was uh, that was Sipos. Sipos got the ball down. It looks like at the two or three yard line. So I think they yeah, would prefer. Yeah, it looked like a lucky kick, to be honest. All right. It was not a lot of hang time. Not I'll, a lot I'll of hang time that. at all. I do think they would prefer to go with Sipos. I think it's noteworthy that last year, despite coming off an injury, they still put him back in in the Super Bowl. He's Jake Elliott's like really good friend on the team right now. They're out there. Hanging together. He's, the, he's, a, he's he, the holder, right? Yeah, good job. So you, by need, you. you need to make sure that. Yeah, you, you got to make sure getting along. He is he is the holder. It is interesting, you know, just like Jake Elliott and Sipos are always together at practice. And I think that matters when they're going to make this decision. So Zetner's going to have to beat Sipos by quite a bit. Now, I think. Is, uh, is the crash test dummy Britton Covey? Is he's going to be the, the lead actor? Yeah, he's still been the uh, lead kick and punt returner in these drills. But I, I Deshaun retired. Come on, he is really bring Deshaun back. He he has <laughs> really improved as a receiver. He really has. He's getting second team reps. He out of the slot. Look, I'm not saying he'll never be someone that can line up on the outside and beat press man coverage. Is he the Sultan of the slot? <laughs> Maybe that could be his new nickname. But he'll never be someone that can beat press man coverage on the outside. Yes. Inside, though, he does have, like, you can look at him here, and I mean, everyone's seen him, obviously, clearly undersized. But in the slot, he is very quick off the line of scrimmage. He is, like, he is shifty out there in the open field. I'm not saying that he is somebody that is going to catch, like, 60 balls in a season. But last year, I think they would have, you know, never put him on the field as a receiver. Like, barring, you know, unless they're up 30 or whatever. This year, I think he's improved enough in practice from what I've seen where if, you know, Quez were to go down, I mean, he's going to be active on game day, so he needs to be able to contribute to the team in another way besides kick returner. I do think he's improved uh, as a receiver. Can I say something? Go for it. I love Sidney Brown. I, you I are all in Sydney I know. Brown. I know. Well, you know cause I'm Is a, that going to be your Nick Pavetta? I'm a sucker for a, for a physical safety. It's a football guy. Well, it's it, I've I've told, and it's not pandering to Ike. My favorite positions on a football field are linebacker and safety. Why? Because I just I love a linebacker. Dude. Okay, I love. Would you grow up a big Ike, Ike Reese fan? I guess like no. who are the linebackers during your time? Trot. J- Jeremiah Trotter. Trot. Okay, that's it. That's all I need. That, Trot, Erlacher, Lance Briggs. You know, no, I was, the non-Eagles there. Well, I watch. I watch other teams besides the linebacker is my go-to position. It's your go-to position. Yeah, right? yeah. That's why I was fired up about Nakobe Dean. That's why it's kind of disappointing where we are with them. Yeah. But also, just a physical safety. I was, you know, who I I got suckered into was no. remember Taylor Mays back in the day. Yep. Yeah. I was like, he was, it was right after Doc, and I was like, you know who we need? Taylor Mays. He's six <laughs> two. Yeah, yeah. He lights up people. So did you I, ever? Were you a Kayvon Wallace guy? Uh, Seems well, like he'd be right up your alley. Well, the problem is. He went to Clemson. Like I, I think it's too, too. You can't draft yeah. a safety from Clemson to this, to this, and expect to this him to base. succeed. The one thing, but why I said that was is that he just like flew through the flew through the line and like I know it's a, a drill, but talking about right now, yeah, he was, Sydney go, he, Brown, he was okay. going 100 miles an hour, and like he runs hard. And look, he is the best athlete at the safety position without question. 
and he has he's slowly come up with reps. Uh, if you look where he started, he was with the third team reps. Right now, they're doing this. Actually, is a good chance to see where people are on the depth chart. They're doing individual drills uh, at the cornerback and safety position. And as silly as it sounds, these guys line up straight up in the in the depth chart order. Sidney Brown has worked his way up the depth chart. The first day of practice, he was with the third team. He's moved up to the second team. He hasn't gotten a ton of first team reps, but I do think, I mean, look at the athletes at that position. He is the best of them. And I also think he's the best safety they have at, at coverage that can go up into, in, uh, you know, play coverage at the line of scrimmage if needed. So he's been impressive so far in camp, but I think week one, he'll probably will have some version of a role on this defense. I want to be the coach that throws the footballs at the, uh, the receivers. Can you do it well enough? 100%. Dude, I, yeah. I can put a football wherever I want. Like it's, it, well, I guess it's a former pitcher. Within you know? 15 yards. I can't do much more than 15 yards. So Sirianni will jump in sometimes and do this. I could totally see that. Britton <laughs> Covey with some good toe drag. Uh, Here's a question. On the sideline. If Howie stepped in and do it, would they take him? Would they be able to take it seriously? Uh, yeah. Dude, I think Howie's made a, a change recently where he's turned into a tough guy. Like I know he, he's in better shape. Well, it's been the big like the big Howie. He hasn't done the, the sarcastic stuff as much recently. No, yeah, the laughing. I feel at like the he's podium. trying to turn more into like a hardcore. Well, he's busy guy. now. I'm surprised he's not down there on his phone trying to find another linebacker. <laughs> they, they signed two today. Two got, got Julian Lurie down there, by the way. Nice. Next, nice. right next to Jeff. Well, I mean, this is an analytics. This is. This, this is real fun. Okay, yeah, it's true. Real practice. Yes. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. We'll get back to your phone calls on the other side, and we'll keep breaking down everything we're seeing on the field. I mean, Elliot's like a hawk up here. Well, they're definitely going to get to team soon. If you look right now, they're getting uh, they're, the quarterback is going to do just throws on air to the receiver. Generally, after that, they get right into eleven eleven. So I think at the I do think at the other side of this break, when we come back, we will get uh, some some true football to break. That's down. exciting. Don't miss any of that. It's all coming up next here, live from the link. The Bet Park Sportsbook is the only app that I recommend. And why? Because it's the official sportsbook of the real Philly sports fan. Odd, bet, slots, and games. It's all in the palm of your hand, so download it now. The birds are in training camp. It's the perfect time to make those pro football futures bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Here are the favorites and the potential payouts if either of these teams win it all this year. A $50 wager on KC pays $300. A $50 wager on Philly, that pays you $350. And you can bet pro football futures on on individual player performances right now. Join me and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get 125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. Must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. It's all there. Spread, same game parlays, and much more. Bet Parks is also an official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Bet golf with Bet Parks. Welcome back, Jack Fritz. Elliot Short Parks, live from Lincoln Financial Field. Elliot, it's almost time, buddy. Oh, it is time, Jack. So we're up here. First of all, you know, we're in the Merrill and Mike booth. Yep. Got a, On the hot seat officially. Yeah, got a legend behind us uh, making sure we're doing the, doing the booth proud. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I, I know football enough. Well, yeah, I don't know about it. some of your punt punting evaluation made me question. Well, bad hang time by Aaron Sipos. Yeah, there like, you go. The, That's your new key buzzword when you talk about not it. Not great hang time. It's just like trying to like you know talk football with people <laughs> that played the game yeah. is, is not one of my strong suits. Well, it's tough considering you do the show with Ike every day. Yeah. But well, they have to teach him it, how you know the sport works. Exactly. Sometimes. In other words, in other news, I should say we are having our first eleven eleven drill right now. First-team offense versus first-team defense. And this is something Sirianni does that not all head coaches do that I really like. He does put the starters against the starters. Other coaches have done the starters versus the backups. You know, they're not as intense drills. You know, obviously a little, a little bit easier for, for the starters there. But Sirianni runs a really competitive practice. So right now, 11-on-11, 11 11, they're at the 40-yard line going in. Cam Jurgens is out there at right guard. That's noteworthy because he has gotten every rep so far at right guard throughout camp. They seem to be really confident in him. And one way you can see that is Tyler Steen, the backup, has started to take some reps at left tackle. So you got Cam Jurgens out there. A little interesting here. You got Boston Scott split out wide. I do think they're going to throw it to their running backs more this year. Here we go. Oh. You want to you take this over, well, yeah. uh, I mean, Meryl Fritz? Yeah, sure. So uh, Jalen dropped back. He found A.J. Brown on a short little, you know, cr cross. Go ahead. There you go. Yep. You got and it. Uh, looked fine. So this, this camp so far, including that pass, A.J. Brown, 18 catches on 21 targets. As good as him and Jalen were last year, I think the chemistry from last year is going to show even more. Second play here to Devontae Smith. 
Another guy that's had a really good camp. Now 13 catches on 17 targets. And again, last year you you started, you know, in this last hour talking about you want to see him do it again. You want to see yep. them be a great team again. I really think the chemistry from last year has shown in the passing game for Jalen. And Jalen's, I mean, they started this whole thing in the shotgun. I don't know if that, and, and without any other running back. Yeah, so they're now, uh, I believe they're doing a live uh, See, now live this, drill here. This would have been a sack. This probably would have been a sack, but I don't know. Jalen's pretty good at avoiding. They're not calling it a sack. So third play, Jalen starting this drill, three for three, a pass to Goddard. Just hitting all of his guys here. A.J., Devontae, Goddard, we have one, two, three. He knows it's a big night. He knows it's a big night. The crowd is going wild. You brought up how you think that could have been a sack. The defensive line has been really good so far. Also, if you look at this, Derek Barnett getting first-team reps at, at tackle. Hit the breaking news sounder. Brandon Graham, um, I believe that's Fletcher. Uh, uh, Jordan Davis, these numbers, shout-out to the numbers. They look great with the, the, yeah, the except, lime green. Except they, you can't see You them. can't see anything. But Jordan Davis is out there. Looks like maybe Milton Williams is next oh, to him. Oh, reverse to Devontae Smith? A run to Devontae. Uh, he we goes about 10 yards. We didn't see they, I don't remember them ever running a reverse. You know what's silly? Last year in camp, they did it a bunch where they gave it to the receivers in the backfield, but you're right. I don't remember many times they did I feel like well, maybe it was a once or twice. It's just not the smartest thing to do. I mean, oh, listen, I love Devontae. I, I don't need him trying to be you know, out in open space. Well, and look, when you're the Niners and you don't have a quarterback and you don't have a true number one receiver and you have to give it to him in the backfield, yeah, that's something you do if you have to have a gadget number one receiver. So but this is going to be interesting, Elliot. They're in the red zone. They're in the red zone. They're is, about the seven-yard line. But this is where last year I feel like it was always Jalen found a way to run it in. Yeah. I think the biggest change defenses are going to make is they're going to take that away this year and make him throw touchdowns in the red zone. I agree with that. Goddard has talked about how in the red zone he thinks he's going to get more targets. That has shown so far. All right, it's a handoff here to Kenny Gainwell. One of the interesting things they've been doing so far in camp, and I do wonder if this is a direct response to the training camp tracking last year. If you remember last year, Miles Sanders got second team reps. It became a big deal. He was yelling, you know, yelling in a playful way, I now, should say. Like, real you know, quick, real quick. Lane's coming off the field. Is that? I mean, so Kel no, Kelsey's coming off. Lane's coming off. Uh, to me, this to looks like they're just giving them them reps. I know, but time off. Yeah. This is this is this is a big game. So they, uh, yeah, exactly. The uh, Driscoll is in at, at right tackle. It looks like Tyler Steen went in at right guard. The left side of the line is the same. They've been doing this more throughout camp. This started in the last few practices where they've been giving these veterans time off. So, I mean, look, it's, it's, not, it's not a bad thing, right? You do get these guys' reps. Uh, we got a run right here to DeAndre Swift. But what I was saying, by the way, three straight running plays in the red zone. Boring. Yeah, not, 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 your, uh, not, not the offense you want to see, exactly. But um, the running backs, they have really been rotating these guys in and out. In fact, Rashad Penny, Rashad Penny has not been getting a ton of carries with the first-team offense. But Nick Sirianni said the first day of, of training camp – don't take anything away from that because he is going to rotate these guys. And to his word, like Trey Sermon gets first-team reps, he really does rotate these guys in and out. Yeah, and uh, it's – I mean, again, they're down in the red zone again. So they're at the two-yard line. I, yeah, Jalen's in the, the shotgun. I know these guys run in the end zone. I don't think any of these plays so far would have been touchdowns in real games. No, I agree. I think running the ball in training camp practice are a little pointless. This is what yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't like this right here. I don't so, like it at all. So Jalen runs a quarterback sneak up the middle. Here's my two thoughts on that. One – we know he can do it. Like, we know he can do it. What's this the benefit? To me. It's a wasted play in a training camp practice. They, they can't hit him. They're not tackling even if he wasn't the quarterback. To me, this is a cop-out play. Like, we it's know— a, It's a way to appease the fans and get a standing uh, ovation. Agreed. We know he can do it. Go run a play that maybe he's not as comfortable with. Or—and look, he, he was really good from the pocket last year. Throw the ball there. I think running plays in training camp practice, especially when you're not tackling, are somewhat pointless plays. But at the end of the day, the offense, to recap the drive, does start at the 40-yard line. They go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plays down to get into uh, in for the touchdown. And now Marcus Mariota takes the field at the link in an Eagles helmet. 2015 Elliott is uh, very jealous uh, uh, right now because this try is the moment we've all been waiting well, for. Well, try not to tear up. I mean, this is a big moment for you. First I was play, a big do-the-deal guy. First play, of course, is a handoff. First handoff to Trey Sermon. Corey in Columbus, shout out. I know you're excited to hear that. Yes. Uh, so Trey Sermon, interesting player. Trey Sermon is clearly fifth right now on the depth chart among the running backs, in my opinion. Most years, we'd be sitting up here talking about the number five running back only when they're with the third-team offense, and he'd have no real chance of making the team. Trey Sermon, I think, has a chance to make this roster. They carried him on the roster all last year. He was a high draft pick out of Ohio State. Didn't really get a fair shot. 
in uh, in in uh, in San Francisco before he was released. It's going to be tough to keep five running backs, but if they do keep the truly fifty three best players, I think Trey Sermon is one of them. Yeah, sure. I, well, I, I, there's I, no story. Definitely, it's is. just it's just. Oh, uh, here we go, Trey Sermon. Oh, oh unfortunate. Little so little wheel route there to Trey Sermon was broken up by. Let me see. It looks like Sean Bradley was in coverage there. Um, what, on the on the play is, to sermon. These highlighter numbers make it impossible. It's very hard. It, I mean, especially in my old age now, it's hard to, to make the numbers no, out. I, I agree. I agree. Thank God we're up here. But, um, but a noteworthy play there, part of that play is the wheel route. We did not see a lot of that last year. I don't think they trusted throwing the ball to Miles Sanders as much as maybe past coaches have. If you remember, Doug threw it to Miles quite a bit. His, uh, it was his rookie year, his second year. They have been throwing the ball to the running backs way more than they have in past years. Mariota drops back. Uh, oh. it, Here we go. Good Roll pressure. Goes right. Good a pressure. Terrible incomplete. throw. Just a terrible throw. So who got the pressure there? It looks like Teron Jackson was all over. Who was that? That throw to was uh looked to eighty six no, right there. Well, was it whoever it was? It didn't get there. It no, was, it was it the Calcaterra. It was a worm burner. Mariota's accuracy has been a problem. Yes. Uh, he talked before the last or after the last practice and said, I think this is his eighth offensive system in nine years or something like that. Seems like a problem. Yeah. I mean, we talked last year with Jalen about how the fact he was going to have the same offensive coordinator, the same offensive scheme two years in a row really helps him out. So you do want to give Mariota some time to adjust he's to the, the sh- offense. He's in the shotgun again here, Elliot. Yeah. He's, which means he's probably going to throw the ball. Let's see if we can step up. From Good the last analysis. There. Here Good, we go. oh, oh, Good run. Yay. Good run. Now, look. I'm going to say a bunch of negative things about Mariota here, but when he runs into open field, Jack, was that is he not an impressive runner? So, of course. Yeah. Of he, course. He, long strides. He covers a lot of ground quickly. Do you say long, long strides? Yeah, you like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not Sam Bradford quarterback anymore. It's a real someone that can really run. But They're getting a lot of pressure up the middle, though, Elliot. I mean, then that's a good sign for the two young, because this, this should be – Two of their younger guys that are playing right now on the defensive line. Yeah, up the middle. Let's see. It looks like 97 is in there, and Marlon Tuapolo, too. All right, third team. Is Jalen Carter coming in? No, Jalen Carter is still not in. I don't know if, if he's gotten reps yet this drive, so we'll keep an eye out for that. But here's my Mariota thing. I get the offensive scheme. I get the adjustment. Those matter. I have seen Mariota miss too many throws in camp that you should be making no matter how many offensive schemes, no matter how what who your teammates are, just throws that at this point of his career he, sh- he should be making. Mariota is well paid to be a backup. This is not an $800,000 backup that they have. So he's right now backup in the pocket. He also pulls it down really quickly. Look, so he's running in. Yeah, not, not an impressive play. Running plays in camp just – it's impressive to watch him run, but the, the run itself – not impressive. He runs it way too much. He must run it eight or nine times out of his 20 snaps he gets each practice. I don't know if that's because of poor offensive, offensive line play, but there, would you agree, he pulled it down quickly and just took off. Yeah, because that's what he knows is going to work well tonight. And, like, I, I just like, – this whole – quarterback should, in, in these kind of settings, throw the football. You're not yes. – for us up here, sure. Like, you know, we, we want to see throws because it's easier, easier to evaluate. This does nothing. I mean, yes, you can run. No one can also tackle you. Yeah, no one can tackle him. So right now they're at the seven-yard line. Uh, it is Mariota still in there. It looks like Penny's with him. Drop back. Staying in the pocket. Uh-oh. Pump fake. Little pressure. Pump fake. All right, here we go. He's going to try. Oh, so that Uh-oh. was a really nice Good job, throw. Marcus. Look at that. Marcus Mariota proving us wrong. Is standing Mar- ovation. Is standing ovation from Jack Fritz over here. <laughs> Marcus is, is Mariota. This, uh, is this the new Reed Stinnett, uh performance? Wow. But to recap what happened there, uh, he was in the pocket. Pump fake once stepped up, pump faked again, rolled out to his left. I was for sure thought he was going to run that ball. I 100% thought he was going to run that Kept his eyes ball. down the field and threw it to Rashad Penny in the end zone. Really nice play for if Marcus you squinted, If you squinted, you just saw Patrick Mahomes. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Elliot, um, in your trained eye, are they switching fields right now? Or are they So are- right now they're moving to sevens. They're not going to do third quarterback right now, which they normally do. I'm guessing because it's a shortened, you know, they don't have all three fields and all that. But, yeah, they're going to seven on sevens. Okay. So on the other side, we will bring you everything going on with seven on sevens. 11 on 11s just got done. Jalen Hurts ran a touchdown in. Marcus Mariota threw a touchdown. We're breaking it all down live. Now, we're throwing some, we're throwing some takes in here as well. Usually some standing ovations. Well, usually when Merrill and Mike are up here, no takes because they're professionals. They're businessmen, yeah. I, I, I physically can't. Yeah, you well, know? come on. Like you could, Us two here, you're not going to have some takes on football? That's exactly right. That's what we do. On the other side, seven on sevens. We'll bring it all to you live here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
Welcome back. Jack Fritz hanging out with you. Ed Elliott Shorepark hanging out with you live from the link. Appreciate That's my it. bad. Totally my bad. Sorry, I called you Zach now, earlier. Now, so. there is something happening in the stands here, Elliot, that we, we are trying to wrap our, our heads around. I think that someone let a Chiefs fan in. I, I do think it's a Chiefs fan thing. We Everyone see, is turning around. Because usually we see around. a fight, and I don't see a fight going no, on. No, right I now. think someone has walked in the crowd in the Chiefs fan. You're seeing a lot of boos or hearing a lot of boos. People are turning around and looking back. So the Super Bowl from last year is still very present in the stadium right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, by the way, uh, back to the 7-on-7 seven seven stuff that we've seen. Marks Mariota in, again, no pressure on him, a guy wide open. So key part of this, this is 7-on-7. Seven Seven no seven. pressure. There's Literally, no pressure. no. There's no lineman. He threw it into the ground. Yeah, so this last seven-on-seven <laughs> seven drill, he went three for four, missed a throw to Joseph Ngata, missed a throw to Tyree Jackson, missed a throw to Grant Calcaterra. And I'm happy you're here to see this because sometimes I feel like when I call in, it's like I'm piling on. His accuracy has been a major problem. No, again, he's, he's not very good. Again, yes, he's in a new offensive system, but those are throws you should be making. There shouldn't be a difficult aspect to making those throws. In seven-on-seven, seven, you should complete pretty much every pass. Almost like, you know, Jalen completes 80 85% of his passes in the seven-on-seven. Seven. To go one for four is really bad. <laughs> and if it's an incomplete, an incomplete pass, at least let it be a deep ball. Yeah, yes, 100%. These are crossing patterns to tight ends. These are not difficult throws. Interesting they haven't given the third team quarterbacks any rep so far it's just been hurts Mariota hurts Mariota which is fine with me I, I you don't want to watch Ian Book and uh Tanner McKee out there I think I could go out there in Ian Book's jersey and do I, if you saw me play seven on seven I think you'd be impressed relatively. that's how I always feel about Britton Covey I think if they put me are in you the Covey's, same are you the same height as Britton Covey? I honestly think I might be taller than him yeah yeah he's, are you as shifty yeah I would say so <laughs> I'd say so. Look, I've put on a little training camp weight, but well, outside yeah, I, of that. I, and by the way, I saw your tweet. Like, relax, man. You're in great shape. Eh. Uh, look, here's what happens. And you can probably appreciate this as someone that runs. I saw your, your video talking about By the, the way, um, we don't run for a while. You try well, to that's do what four. I'm trying to tell I you. Mean, my yeah. face was beat right Yeah. Bad. Well, it's impressive you still did four miles. Four miles is like not a lot of people could just get up and run four miles. Well, some of us are built different. Yeah, that's, you, are, you are built different. But when you don't work out for a while... You really do feel it when you when you get back in the saddle. This is what people expected when they tune into the broadcast. Well, I just tweeted out the link, so yeah, this is uh this is the play by play stuff. Well, so, currently what you're getting is is punt coverage. Um, that, who was that? Was that so? Alameda Zacchaeus just caught that. Punt. Now, how has he been so far in camp? I think people are pretty excited about him. He's essentially replacing Pascal, right? Yeah, so he's not been good so far in camp, in my opinion. Uh, He has 10 targets, 5 catches, not a good completion percentage, obviously, there uh, when he's being targeted. Has gotten almost all second-team reps. But here's why this is interesting. So we're watching a punt punt drill right now. It's uh, Aaron Sipos has been doing the punting. He's up first, so he's still ahead of uh, Ty Zettner on the depth chart. But the punt returner first was Britton Covey. That's to be expected. We think he's going to have the job. Alameda Zacchaeus was the second one up. If they, are, if they decide they don't want to keep Covey and they don't think Alamade is going to be as big a part of the first-team offense, I do wonder if they will give him that job full-time. Hasn't done it a ton in the yes. NFL. I think he's barely ever done it. But he's shifty in space. You know, he's fast. You would think he would have a lot of the traits of somebody that would be good at it. they gotta, they got to do something about Sipos. That's, the, like, that, that's, a be- so I, I, I that's was, not a great punt. You're... you're, you're you're on the 20-yard line. He kicks it to the other 30. So, hey, come on, man. I'll take you you got to have, a, you gotta have a, a bigger leg than that. I'll take you into what it's like to be on the sideline of a training camp practice with me. Hypotheticals all day. So, all right, let me throw one by you. You're the Eagles. You're going to be a Super Bowl contender. You need a punter. If you could get the best punter in the league, whoever that might be, the best punter. Well, it better not be the guy that they signed last year. Who was the Brett Kern. <laughs> yeah, the, the former pro bowler. <laughs> yeah. What's the most you would give up to fix the punting position? Like, would you give up a fourth-round pick? No. The fifth? Sure. So here would be my argument for trading for just whoever the best guy is. This team is going to be playing in more close games this year. Field position is going to matter so much more than it did last year. We saw in the Super Bowl how much that matters. Okay, a fourth-round pick for Okay, well, then I, don't want, then I don't want to hear any complaints about the punter. Well, why can't I have the other guy? He's an undrafted rookie. So what? All, all punters are undrafted. So you're going to put an undrafted rookie in games in December against the Bills, the Niners. You're going to put him in playoff games. Like, I think there's a benefit to having someone back there that you fully trust. By the way, Sidney Brown, he already changed his number to 21? 
Where have you been for being his best, his biggest fan over here? That's, yeah, he a, changed big, it. that's a big development. He changed it right before camp. He went from 43 to 21. And his helmet just came off, and it looks like he's talking some smack down the field. He's got the Troy Palomalu hair yeah. flowing. Yeah. Is he, he needs to be in hair commercials with Mahomes. That's well, if he, may, if, he, uh, yeah, if he has a career, I think we'll see a lot of, uh, you know, I don't want to say the brand name. Now, what I'm going to want is I want the real ones to remember when he wore 43. So all the real fans will have a Sidney Brown 43 jersey. Exactly if, right. you, if you ordered that in the first four, four weeks, you know, five weeks of him being drafted, you know he's a real one. Yeah, I'm, I'm still proud of, of LeSean McCoy being 29 for his, for, for his So what do you year. think about Jalen Hurts' number two jerseys? Uh, bad. I think so, too. He, developed, I, in, he developed into Jalen freaking Hurts' as number one. So I do think there is, to re- like what you're saying about like the Sean McCoy 29 jerseys or Brandon Graham 54 jerseys, there is something where you have that. And it's, all right, I ha- Alameda Zacchaeus just fumbled a punt. Not good. I thought that was Rager, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had a similar number, 13 and 18. <laughs> By the way, I think I saw a Jalen Rager Minnesota Vikings jersey. Was that what was getting booed? No, I'm talking about like out in the street. So oh, okay. me and uh, me and Kristen went to see Sam Smith a few nights ago, and someone you're the one. Yeah, I'm the one of the yeah the, the five people that were there. Um, interesting strategy by him. He played his two most popular songs first, which I loved, but then the rest of the concert, I'm like, all right, what's going on here? Yeah. But anyway, Jalen Reagan number five jersey was that moral of the story. Wondering how uh, that happens. A Minnesota Vikings Jalen Reagan number five jersey. Unless it was Monte Reagan. Taking in a, a Sam, <laughs> yeah, a coming Sam to, Smith coming to the game yeah. in, in Philadelphia. 215-592-9494. Uh, I mean, early takeaway is 45 is a better punter. Or not, that's for Lovato. 47 is a better punter, you think? Well, 47 but, is, is now Miles Jack. Whoever Kettner is. is 49, maybe. Is the, is the better punter yeah. of the but, but here's my overall point I'll make. Is... This is a team that is expected to win games. This yes. is a team is like so. While but you can see, you can scoff at the idea of yes. trading a big asset for a punter, then I don't want to hear well, no, when the punter is not good. Because the fourth round picks been something they've traded the last couple of years for for guys. But that I'm like, talking about getting the, the best in the league. Whoever well, well, the best. No one's in the a, the, what what teams giving up the best punter in the league? I don't even know who the fourth. best punter in the league is. He could play for like you know the some trash team. I'm By trying the way. to get. Uh, what are you returning the ball like that for? It's like, a good hustle, man. Yeah, but like Jalen Hurts dancing right now. By the way, you're making all these cuts. Like, there's no one against you. You're, you're making cuts against. Oh, when Aaron. you were uh, you were doing reps back at Stroudsburg, you weren't. I went you to went, Bloomsburg. Bloomsburg, whatever. Same thing. So disrespectful. <laughs> it really is. By the way, speaking of the Phillies, uh, they took out a whole a uh, whole billboard. Trey Turner did saying thank you, Philly. The, the, everything just coming up, Jack. It man. just means. Does more. it have your tweet on it? It should. Your video, and they got they got billboards now. I think that do videos. That yeah. is cool. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah. By the way, we we've been kind of updating on the crowd here. Lower bowl completely filled. 100%. Upper level, not about completely, but more than fifty percent. Well, it seems well. No, I, we want to be fair and accurate because that's what we do on this broadcast yes. and in this booth specifically. Uh, yes. We do not disrespect. The we booth. do not want to disrespect this yes. booth. Yes. Um, it's like the second level, there's people in it, but there's a lot of well, open those are, seats. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that whole bowl has now gone up to the top level because I guess they get a better view from up there. Maybe. So what would you put the over-unders fans here? Well, 43,000? They were expecting 50. Okay. They were so expecting you, 50. Do you think they're there? I, I mean, there's a lot of empty, you know, the back-end zones. I don't know if those are open to fans. Can I be honest? Or? Way too much punting practice. Well, again, you know, like no, 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 no. I don't want to hear about the punter. Then I don't want to hear about the punter. If people don't want to trade an asset for it, if people don't want to watch them practice it, then when in the Super Bowl they have a poor punt, I don't want to hear Michael Clay needs fired and blah blah blah. Like this is one of their biggest issues. It really is. But why can't they? Why can't they start the other guy? Ty Zetner? Yeah. They maybe can, but, like, he's an undrafted rookie. They're all undrafted. They're not. Okay, the punters are, yes. But but they're not. Every single starting punter in the league right now is not an undrafted rookie. I I, I get it. It's just like I watched Sitbos out here. I'm not seeing impressive hang time. I know he's holding the ball for, for Jake Elliott. The hang time has not been good from him. Yeah, I agree I, with that. I need I need a little more. I mean, so, sure. what, so what is the most you're willing to give up? Like a five, six, sure. Five so or another six. T- like, again. Not a good punt. Kick the ball in the air. Right out of bounds. He kicked it at about probably the Eagles 30. Is his, kicked it is out he, of bounds. I, I'm not being sarcastic. Is his leg dead from the from the, from the, the well, Giants? He's kind of limping right now. Like, he looks like he has dead leg. Yeah. Well, it's not been good. So here comes Ty Zetner. Thank you. Uh, My guy. Your guy. You're officially a Ty Zetner guy. 
I just think he would have to you have to be so confident in him as a person too. Like it's a big it's a big role to step into being the the starting punter on this team. Big games, playoff games, like weather. I just I would be worried about going with the undraft rookie. Yeah. Lamade Zacchaeus runs up, catches a punt. So he's been getting a lot of reps here uh, at this. All right, looks like Jack's uh, dreams coming true Thank and you. special teams is over. The first team l- offense is running back out onto the field. Let me make this very clear, and I hope he's driving home right now. I don't care about the special teams. He, who's he? Ike. I, okay. <laughs> Ike's yeah, yeah. home. You want to just like, like I like I don't, I don't need to watch special teams practice. Go run. All right. Down well, the- then I don't want to hear. I don't. Then all right. And Ike, if you're listening, I'm talking about you. Don't get to complain yes, about the special yes, teams all year. I can if you don't want them to practice it, and you don't yeah, only if it's Eagles related. But we not don't. Phillies we don't get related. to no, no, no. We don't get like a, an open practice. Okay, you can practice. You know, people in here have asked about the punter. Like Dude, people are worried about the punter on this you team. You can practice your little punt drills at Novacare when only you and six people are watching. All right, all when right. there's fifty thousand people here, throw well, they're the already ball an team. hour in. I mean, practice is. Uh... All right, so here we go. We got eleven Thank on you. eleven. Jalen Hurts in the shotgun. Kenny Gainwell behind him. Gainwell's been getting a lot of first-team reps. Well, and I think one of the more under-talked about storylines last year was how he did in the in the, in the the playoffs. I mean, he turned into a, a legitimate playoff performance. So my only thing with that is a lot of garbage time for Kenny Gainwell, for, wow. pl- for playoff Kenny. For, wow. for as impressed as people are, they were up well, 14, 17 points in those games. And I, am, I, and I am being totally, totally biased here. He won me a good amount of money in the playoffs. Like taking uh, na- Kenny Gainwell like, national uh, to those who celebrate Kenny Gainwell playoff bets. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Yeah, big game, Kenny G. So Cam Jurgens once again. And by the way, for Where? those who have been listening, Lane Johnson and Kelsey are back out there. Good. Um, my one thing here, Elliot, is not, I haven't seen much from DeAndre Swift tonight. I mean, I saw him in there once. He, he runs with the second and third team. Now, have you seen Penny out there? Well, Penny caught the touchdown from Marcus Mariota uh, in the end zone. Kenny Gainwell in here. All right, we have Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Throws it to A.J. Brown. The most the most impressive thing for me, Elliot, with Jalen right now is that, and you talked about it, the anticipation throws. Like It's, yeah. all, it's all I've wanted. It's, it, it was my biggest gripe against Carson was that it felt like he had to wait for a guy. Well, he was go. awful at it. He held on to the ball. By the way, Jalen Carter got a first-team rep there. Or, no, he didn't because this is second team, I believe. Yeah. But he's playing against a first-team offense. Again, and, and Merrill can confirm this because he came in and talked about it. It's hard to see these numbers. It's very hard, yeah. <laughs> For Merrill, he can do it all. For yes. for the the well, amateurs here, well, it's, it's not even that. It's just they're 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 highlighted. Yeah. They, so they, they blend in with the with the white Jack's jersey. biggest takeaway from practice: the jersey too much punting. Too light. All right, so another run here. Oh, see, this one gets through. There's Penny. Penny has looked explosive. I think at times when he's had the ball, yeah. I'm a little concerned with him coming off the injury, a lower body injury. How he's doing? He's talked about how he thinks with the Eagles he could play. You know, obviously joking. Another 20 plus years with how they're handling his body, how they're handling his practice reps. So keeping him healthy is, is a big part of this. By the way, it was confirmed. It was a Cowboys fan that they were all. Oh, it was a Cowboys up. fan. Okay, so there's video of this. Yes, a lot of middle fingers. Okay, well that makes sense. I thought it was a Chiefs fan. It does look like there's someone in the Chiefs jersey. Well, there's a lot of red. Because- look, some more boo. Now, because people are fired up about the fills, that's why there's a lot of red here, and a lot of people. Yeah, are, are, Jack's are, turned the city around well, on him. That's what we do, man. Jalen Hurts drop back in the shotgun. He's going oh, deep. Going here deep. we go to Devonte. Oh. Uh, not a great throw. Not a great throw. But, Although maybe you want Devonte closer to the uh, the the sideline there. See, a guy like me <laughs> puts that on the uh, the orange hash mark. Just put it right there. Yeah, yeah. that's where I would have put that ball. You, you strike me as a real gunslinger if you played. I well, that's because pitcher, you taking a lot of checkdowns. Well, my problem is, is I have no idea. That was my problem when I when I did play quarterback back in the day. I had no idea how to read anything. Right, hold on, hold on. When did you play quarterback? I played quarterback when I was like uh, 12, 13. Like in like in a game? Or are you talking about in like the, the backyard? Was, so I was, no, I played. Yeah, I played organized football. Like you played organized football with pads, helmets, scores, refs, all this. Hundred percent. And you were the quarterback. I'll tell you more about it after the Shaitlin. All right, can't wait. Jalen so J- drops back. Jalen drops back. Good pressure there. It looks like uh, Ooh, so it's probably a that sweat. Been a sack. Probably a uh, sweat sack there. So Jalen's still running. It'll be interesting to see where they uh, where they put him. It looks think, like they did give him the sack. Do you think it's fair to say that Josh Sweat looks the best in the Kelly Green? I think yes, I, yeah. I, I think he looks great. The pitchers look really cool. Underrated jersey too. Like he's a very cool player. Defensive end, great number. He's got the cool celebration, and he's had a really good camp. Josh Sweat. I would you know I don't track sacks yet. I should probably get down get awesome. get, get into that. But he feels like every day he gets uh, good pressure at the quarterback, well, and it ended that drive because now the first team offense is off the field. And the, and so this means 
That they they agree that would have been a sack. They agree it would have been a sack. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, Jalen ran all the way down to the twenty. Um. Do you think that Hassan Reddick still with the is that second team? No, it's first team defense out there. So Hassan Reddick is with the first team defense, and then at linebacker, it's Christian Ellis, Nicholas Moreau. You have Avante Maddox in there at starting nickel. So this is the true first team. Uh, Kayvon Wallace getting first team reps too. And that's surprising. You you've mentioned that a couple times. Why? Why? Well, they like Kayvon more than, than I think the general public does. I know Kayvon was very popular coming out. It looks like a penalty here. The, the play is killed with a Marcus Mariota uh, play is, is, is ruined because of the flag. But Kayvon Wallace is someone that the fans liked initially. Obviously, some you know somewhat, I wouldn't even say poor play, just not really playing since well, he's then. He's never did anything. But All right, so he talked after practice and said he spent a lot of time and money this offseason on his body. And I do think he looks in better shape than he did previously. I think before... He was a little, I mean, heavy is not the right word because obviously these guys are all in really good shape. But I think he was a bigger linebacker. This year, to me, he looks a little more agile and quicker back there. And, you know, if you look at him now, number 42, communicating with Darius Slayer. We have the ball is snapped. Marcus Mariota, Britton Covey. See, this is what I'm talking about. Britton Covey. Always open. Over the middle. I really think he could be tough for cornerbacks to cover over the middle. He's so quick off the line. He's not someone, again, that's going to win on the outside. But that was an impressive play right there. Yeah, I, I wonder if, if – I mean, because the third receiver right now or is Quez, but fourth is Alameda. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, Joseph Ngata, we had Mike Quick in here. You know, like uh, Mike Mike seemed to think that he'd been playing well. I do think that Joseph Ngata has had a really good camp, and he has an NFL body. I think this is him on the outside right now. He, he was a number one recruit coming out of high school, went to Clemson with all really good receivers, didn't have a great time there. The quarterback play was poor. He had some uh, injury issues, but he's a guy with a ton of talent in his body. Is that Jalen Carter that just blew up the line? Uh, I believe that was Fletcher Cox. Okay, well, at least that's good. He still, he still has <laughs> yeah, good burst. I believe that's, that is Fletcher I believe Cox. It's Fletcher, I can yeah. see that. But still, he got right past the right guard. Yeah. Who, I believe that's Opeta. Uh yes, I look like looks like yo Opeta's in there. So yeah, this is second team offensive line. So I see my problem with Sua Opeta is I'm I, curious to hear what your issue is with Sua Opeta. Is that <laughs> I think that he and Jamon Brown tanked Carson's 2020 season. I don't think Sua played that poorly. What's yeah, your issue with Sua? Now well, Jamon Brown changing his pl- his uh, his flag is uh, his glove. But. I think the the Jamon Brown is my favorite like. It's one of my favorite Eagles moments of the last decade. Yeah, that was a real low moment for the team. I, I would agree. I with mean, that. like everyone brings up the Ronnie Brown, you know, going in for a touchdown, throwing it back. Yeah, I, I like to. That's bring your own personal Ronnie Brown. The, moment. the Demarco Murray slide out of bounds. So Nick Sirianni here is getting involved in the play. He's been very on top of the players throughout camp. When he sees things he doesn't like, he's not someone that cor- I mean, he corrects in meetings as well. But he enjoys correcting out on the field, and you just saw there. He stepped up to the offensive line, said something to him, went over the defensive line. I wonder if he's seeing some sloppy play uh, pre-snap. That's well, they did have a penalty. About. It was our first penalty of the night. So that they did, be. yes. Yeah. 215-592-9494. We're going to take a break here. On the other side, we'll, we will bring you everything we're seeing. The second team offense is going up against the first team defense right now. Um, so we will bring you everything going on. We are entering into the 8 o'clock hour, the last hour of practice. Flying don't, by. Don't go anywhere. It's Jack Fritz, Elliot Short Parks, live from Lincoln Financial Field. The Bet Park Sportsbook is the only app that I recommend, and that's because it's the only official sportsbook of the real Philly sports fan. Odds, bets, slots, and games, it's all in the palm of your hand. Download it right now. The birds are in training camp, so it's a perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Here are the favorites and the potential payouts if either of these teams win it all this year. A $50 wager on KC, that pays $300. A $50 wager on Philly, that pays $350. You can bet pro football futures on individual player performances right now. Join me and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning bet, a $10 bet, and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. Must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. It's all there. Spread, same game parlays, and much more. Bet Parks is also an official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Bet golf with Bet Parks.